What is Labor Day? Why was it established? And what's the purpose of the holiday? We'll answer all of these questions and more on this edition of Getting Schooled. I'm Abby Hornacek. When Labor Day comes up in September, you might be getting excited for the long weekend, planning a barbecue, going to a wedding, hitting the beach. But it's also a time to think about why we get this random day in September off of work. Like other holidays, there's a long history behind the creation of this day, including labor struggles, poor working conditions, and the first Labor Day parade in New York City. So how did Labor Day come to be, and why did it become a federal holiday? What's the importance of recognizing it today? Well, there are so many questions to ask and a lot of answers to give. So here to talk to me about all of it is the director of the Office of Labor Management Studies at the U.S. Department of Labor, Jeff Freund. And Jeff joins me now. Jeff, how's it going? Doing well, Abby. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Happy Labor Day. Thank you. Same to you. <laughs> Thank you. You know, it's such a pleasant surprise when the first Monday of September rolls around because I look around. I mean, when you work in news, it, it's kind of different. You don't always get the holidays off that other people get off. But I look around, I'm like, why is no one at work? And then I realize, oh, it's Labor Day. So I'm so excited to talk to you because I think a lot of times with these holidays, people take them off, but they don't really know the origins of why we get that day off. So that's what we're going to do here today. Um, Jeff, let's just start with what led the federal government to say, hey, you know what, let's give our workers a day off. Well, you know, it didn't actually start with the federal government, uh, ah. Abby. It, it started with, um, uh, and there's a little dispute between two unions, but it started with unions um, uh, who decided in the late 18 or the early 1890s, I guess, uh, the, uh, to um, have a day to honor uh, unions and the workers uh, who were members of the unions and who did the work that kept the country moving forward. And what kind of jobs did those uh, people have? Well, um, you know, p- folks in labor unions had all kinds of jobs. Um, uh, the, the, uh, the, the two labor leaders who are credited with uh, really beginning Labor Day uh, were from the Carpenters Union and another was from the Machinist Union. Uh, so the Carpenters did what you might imagine Carpenters would do. That is, they built buildings largely out of wood, but um, uh, also out of concrete and metal. Uh, and the machinists did a wide variety of, uh, of work, but, but the, they were representatives of the labor movement more broadly that, you know, did everything from um, working in uh, uh, mills to uh, working in butcher shops to working in bakeries, uh, even uh, playing musical instruments. I see. Okay, so yeah, that's that's kind of the direction I was trying to take you in with that question. Is um, was it w- were they giving people a break who had more physical jobs, or was it truly just every single job available? Well, when it when it started, it wasn't really giving. Uh, it wasn't about giving people a break. It, it was um, designed to call attention to the work that they did. That is um, to bring to everybody's attention. Uh, the important work that, uh, that that workers did, as I said, to keep the economy going and and the important work that labor unions did 
uh, to advance the interests of those workers. So uh, it, it wasn't really when it started at, at the at the very beginning. It wasn't really a question about giving a day off. It was a, a question really of calling attention to the important work that oh. the rank and file workers did. That's it interesting. But they still got the day off. Well, and- it's not at the very beginning. Okay. I mean, the the the. the um, so the the first the first um, kind of recognized notion of Labor Day or of a day to recognize labor uh, was back in 1882 uh, when uh, again these two folks both named McGuire as it ha- as it happens hmm. um, uh, thought thought about the notion of having a day to honor workers uh, one of them uh, one of them uh, got the, got the idea to you know have a a particular day uh, to do that. And the other actually organized a parade in, in New York. Um, but th- those weren't holidays. Um, they were simply events to honor labor. Um, after um, after those kind of first uh, attempts to honor uh, labor through a particular day, various cities, municipalities, um, states, uh, adopted uh, a, a day that was a holiday for their employees, that is to say, public employees, the employees of the state or of the municipality. Um, and so at, at the very beginning, it wasn't a broad holiday for workers generally. You know, I have a question kind of about those early days. You had mentioned that it started with the unions who decided in the early 1890s to have this day to honor uh, the unions. But what events led to that moment? I mean, what I mean, just the early 1800s in general, what was life like back then? Well, um, you know, uh, it, it was a struggle. I mean, put, to put simply, um, work was hard. Work was largely manual. The service industry, as we know it, really didn't exist, uh, and um, uh, uh, people worked uh, sometimes in sweatshops, often in sweatshops, in in mills that where working conditions were extre- extraordinarily difficult. Uh, uh, there was no such thing as an eight-hour day. Uh, there was no such thing as a prohibition uh, against child labor. Uh, there was no such thing as a minimum wage. Um, work was difficult, uh, and uh, nevertheless, the workers of the of the country persevered. Those kinds of conditions really are what fostered, in large measure, the labor movement, which uh, in turn um, worked in a variety of different ways to try to uh, make working conditions for workers better. Uh, the eight-hour day, for example, was. Uh, was a product of uh, union uh, efforts on behalf of their workers, largely in the eastern um, uh, needle trades. Um, the uh, and that's really the, the 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 message really of almost all social legislation uh, informing or or protecting workers came from movements of unions designed to try to advance the interests of the workers they represented. So then when did it come fall into the federal government's hands? How did we get to where we are now? 
So in, in 1894, and by the way, I misspoke earlier when I said the 1890s, it was really 1882 when the original, uh, the, the, the first uh, okay. efforts of regulation began. Uh, but in 1894, uh, President Cleveland uh, decided to make uh, Labor Day a, fa- a national holiday. Again, before that, various states had made it a state holiday. Some municipalities had made it a, 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 a you know a city holiday. I think Oregon was the first of the states, even before the federal government, to make it a state holiday. And when those various uh, arms of government made it a holiday, again, it, it made it a holiday for the workers who worked for that entity. So at the very beginning, uh, when Labor Day was made a federal holiday, it was a it was a federal holiday for federal employees. The private sector wasn't obligated in any way and still to this day isn't obligated to recognize Labor Day as a as a as a holiday for workers. Uh, But it it followed uh, it slowly and and inexorably uh, after the president declared it a national holiday to one of general recognition. We'll be right back after this. So what did those early uh, celebrations look like then? I know you had mentioned the parade in New York, but once uh, President Cleveland decided to make Labor Day a national holiday, what kind of celebrations were there? Well, a parade, a parade was typical. And, you know, to this day, um, Labor Day parades are, 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 are parades are the meat of Labor Day. Um, both uh, in Washington, there's a national Labor Day parade, but you, you can go from a big city to small town uh, and, uh, and see uh, parades of workers celebrating the work that they do. They are often, but not always, organized by uh, the labor unions in the community. Uh, they are often, but not always, uh, 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 they often, but not, uh, not always include politicians uh, in the, in the community. Um, and, and, and those are sort of the, I'll call them official. Those are the official trappings of, uh, of Labor Day. Uh, but again, they vary from city to city. There, there's, there are concerts. Uh, there's a, a concert on the mall in Washington, DC. There are concerts, uh, really in, in, in big cities and small towns all over the country. And of course, um, you know, individual families find Labor Day to be, you know, a great day for family picnics. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I remember that fondly when I was a kid um, uh, before I uh, ever understood the significance of Labor Day. That's the best. I think a barbecue is the best way to uh, to celebrate Labor Day. You have to do it. If you're not doing it, you're doing it wrong. That's my personal opinion. Uh, I, I agree with you, but I the, the one thing that that I don't want to say troubles me, but that I that I sort of now think about differently is that sometimes those um, individual events that we engage in in families, as important as they are, and I certainly hope they continue, um, uh, get in the way of remembering sort of the true uh, underpinnings of what it is that we're doing on Labor Day. You know, it's important to have family picnics. It's important to go to parades. It's important to go to concerts. But it's it's important to remember why we're doing it. And we're doing it because it's the workers uh, in this country and in every, every country who really keep the country moving on a day-to-day basis. And to have a day to remember that is uh, is really important. 
You know, Jeff, you're right. And and some challenges to working conditions still exist today, like that minimum wage fight and things like that. But life in other ways does look a little bit different than it did in the late 1800s. So what do you think is the significance of Labor Day today? Well, you know, I, I don't actually think it's changed that much or it shouldn't have changed that much that much yes working conditions back in the in the 1800s and early 1900s were very difficult uh, and um, we've come a long way in um, uh, making work life better for you know the vast majority of uh, of people who uh, work for a living but there are still plenty of people plenty of people uh, whose working conditions are, are are really I have to say unsatisfactory Absolutely. the fact that the, the, the fact the fact that you know that there's a big debate over whether there ought to be a $15 an hour minimum wage um, really is kind of remarkable when you think about it if you multiply $15 an hour times you know 2,000 hours of work a year you, you don't produce a, a really a living wage um, and, and uh, we we know we know uh, likewise that a tiny percentage of uh, American workers are adequately protected uh, for their retirement. Uh, we know that uh, a huge percentage of the population, employed or unemployed, um, uh, are seriously uh, deficient with regard to their health care. Uh, so there's there's an awfully long way to go. And Labor Day is, yes, a time to honor the workers who made the country because it was the workers who made the country. Uh, But it's also a time to remember uh, that the work that they do is valuable and ought to be compensated. And I mean that in the broadest sense of the word compensated, ought to be compensated appropriately for the for the the sacrifices they make for the common good. Definitely. And that is where that discussion about unions comes in also. Um, and if uh, just a reminder to our listeners, if you want to know more about unions, you can go back on previous episode, uh, a previous episode we did on getting schooled. But um, for now, Jeff, there you talk about the early unions and kind of how we got to celebrating uh, Labor Day. But present day, which workers unions do you think are the most prevalent? Well, gee, that's that's hard to that's hard to answer. Um, I mean, as I as I said in another context, there are unions that represent steel workers, and there are rep- unions that represent musicians. There are unions that represent bakery workers, and there are unions that represent baristas. Really, every segment of the working community has a union that is ready, willing, and able to represent workers in that, in that segment. Um, you know, some unions are bigger than others, but the, but, but large isn't necessarily the best, right? I mean, some segments of the, of the, of the uh, economy are smaller and have, uh, have smaller unions representing them. So um, it, it really runs the gamut. You know, the labor movement began with sort of two sets of unions, the the craft unions, and really that was the beginning of the labor movement, was the craft guilds, uh, f- folks who had very specialized skills like hat makers, like musicians, like bakers. Uh, and then there was another segment of the economy as the Industrial Revolution 
um, uh, uh, expanded the nature of work. Um, uh, industrial unions, fo uh, folks who worked in steel mills, who did all kinds of work, not one specialized kind of work. And, and that that's uh, that's a, a structure that continues to exist today, um, except that you know, some industrial unions represent uh, skilled craftsmen and some skilled craft unions represent industrial workers. So, uh, you know, from the construction trades to the uh, to the uh, metal trades, to the transportation industry. Uh, there are labor unions uh, representing the interests of a wide range of workers. Mm -hmm. and why do we celebrate Labor Day when we do? Is it because I know you said 1894 was when President Cleveland decided to make it a national holiday, but was that in September? I mean, what's the significance of September 5th? Yeah, I don't think there's any real uh, great significance to it. Um, that it was in September that those 1890, those first 1892 efforts to recognize um, uh, workers uh, took place. Um, there, there is an there is an International Labor Day which is celebrated uh, in May, uh, and President Cleveland uh, uh, apparently decided that. Uh, September was a, a better time than May to <laughs> uh, to, to celebrate, uh, and that's that's um, what what he decided to to use as the as the date. What's the difference between our Labor Day and the International Labor Day? Well, I don't know that there really is a difference. Um, uh, the International Labor Day really is largely a European event. Uh, there are celebrations in the U.S. on on uh, on May first, uh, which is International uh, Labor Day. Uh, but both both um, both days are design uh, designed to you know honor and celebrate workers because labor day has become so uh, our labor day has become so ingrained structurally into uh, into the sort of the framework of of government and and uh, and the community we really tend to uh, do the most uh, celebration on, on the September date, but there are there are events in various places across the country uh, on May first as well. Mm -hmm. How do you think the holiday has evolved since the 1800s to now? We're in 2022, and we're we're looking at this holiday one way. You know, people are going out, like we mentioned before, doing different things to celebrate. How do you think it's evolved, and where do we stand today? Well, you know, that's hard to say. Um, uh, like any holiday, it's become uh, a day for um, commercial activity. It's an, ex you know, it's an excuse to have a, a car, an automobile sale, right? The car, car dealers have Labor Day specials. Mattress companies seem to find Labor Day, uh, really every holiday, uh, a, great, a great day to offer discounts on marketing mattresses. for sure. Exactly. It's a, it's a, it's a market, it's a marketing handle. Um, you know, it's uh, when I was growing up uh, in the Midwest, uh, and it probably still is the case. Um, you know, Labor Day marked the end of summer, and and when uh, uh, when school was going to start. Now I know schools are starting in various parts of the country much earlier. Some starting later, um, but but I think I think it, it's changed in the sense that the focus has shifted unhappily, by the way, shifted away from its original. Uh, meaning uh, and its original intent, namely to recognize workers, and it's become more of a marker than it is a remembrance. Yeah, and, it's, and, and I think I think things like this podcast uh, and and other efforts to remind 
uh, people what Labor Day is all about uh, are, are good tools to try to move it into the direction it ought to go. Completely. I mean, it's it's just it, I think that some of these holidays, too, it's it's a practice of, you know, participating in gratitude and just having gratitude to the uh, the reasons why we got to where we are. And and that's something that's very easily overlooked. But, uh, you know, I, I kind of think, too, I I was I just looked this up right now. Um, the Department of Labor was founded in 1913. Did the early days of pushing for a Labor Day play a role in founding the United States Department of Labor? Um, obviously, they, they, they have to be related because obviously um, the Department of Labor strengthens America's workforce. Yeah, no, you're right. It, that, that is the department's goal and mission. It, it is to advance the interests of, of American workers. Um, you know, I, I can't sit here today and tell you that there's a direct linkage between uh, uh, labor, you know, a, a linkage you could trace between the uh, president, President Cleveland's uh, announcement of uh, a proclamation of Labor Day and the, and the later creation uh, 20 years later uh, of the Department of Labor. But there is no question that the, 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 the plight, uh, the needs, uh, what have you, of working men and women in this country from before President Cleveland uh, uh, decided to create a Labor Day, through the creation of the Department of Labor to today, there is no question that the, the needs of the American worker uh, are a driving force of much of what government does, uh, as as it should be, um, because uh, as I said, it's the workers who made the country. It's the workers who uh, uh, you know who are. Uh, uh, make up the vast majority of uh, of the American population, and uh, we ought to make sure that we always remember that. Absolutely, and very well put. Uh, last question I have for you, Jeff, before I let you go. How are you celebrating Labor Day? Well, uh, I, I'm going to be celebrating it as I'm telling everybody to celebrate it, and that is to remember the sacrifices and the efforts of the American worker uh, uh, to bring us to where we are today. Um, uh, I will actually have just come back from a a conference um, uh, for my agency, um, uh, which spends its time uh, working with labor issues, uh, and will be seeing my family after being gone uh, from them for a week. So I'll I'll be first thinking about what it is that this holiday is all about. And and, and then I'll be having that barbecue. <laughs> you, you, do a, you do it both ways. I love that. And it's a great message to end on. Jeff, thanks so much for coming on. Thank you for your time and insight. I really appreciate it. And happy Labor Day. Thank you. Likewise, Abby. All right, if you missed anything from class, these are my office hours, and here are some top takeaways about the history of Labor Day. Number one, Labor Day started with unions who decided in the early 1880s to have a day to honor workers who were members. Back then, there was no such thing as an eight-hour workday. Minimum wage pushes against child labor. So this began as a way to recognize the people who were working hard for their lives and the lives of others. Number two, While many of us see the present Labor Day as a day off of work, it didn't start that way. 
It was designed to call attention to the work people did, not necessarily give them a break. One of the earliest celebrations was a parade in New York to bring attention to those working conditions. And number three. After the first attempts to honor labor, various cities, municipalities, and states started to recognize Labor Day as a federal holiday. Then, in 1894, President Grover Cleveland established Labor Day as a national holiday. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast on Labor Day. For more podcasts, you can go to foxnewspodcast.com. And don't forget to subscribe to this one on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen and leave us a review. This has been Getting Schooled with Abby Hornacek on the Fox News Podcast Network. Class dismissed. Class dismissed. 